Hi guys, today we're going to be talking about our experiences with horses two weeks ago. I'm Cassie. I'm Jerry. And together we're Modology. Today we're joined by a special guest who is also our Vetsog president, Seelong. Introduce yourself, please. Hello, I'm Seelong, and I also want to do vet med in university. So what universities do you want to apply to? So now I'm looking into Edinburgh, RVC, Cambridge, and also Bristol. Mm -hmm. How about you, Jerry? Um, I only have three choices for now. Um, it's RVC, Edinburgh, and Glasgow. Mm -hmm. So why those unis? Um, I chose these three because they have higher rankings in um, the world, and they also have a high um, acceptance rate for international students. Mm, okay. So basically, two weeks ago, us three went to work with a pony farm. Do you call it pony farm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A pony farm called Pony Pursuits in Oxford. And what did we do on the first day? We went to Blenheim Palace and mm -hmm. then um, there were three ponies. And then we basically just were helping the kids to go up to the ponies and let them have a ride for, or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we also groomed them and we brushed their manes, their tails, yeah. And there were also some specific brushes used for their yeah. manes or coats, right? Yeah. yeah. And then there was also like a purple spray. Do you remember what it was for? I don't really remember. The iodine spray? Maybe. And then there was something for the hooves as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the second day, I think we finally went to meet the other horses and... We went to like a really nice place in Horse Lane? Horse, horse, path. Path. horse, horse path. path. And then we met Tom. Right. Yeah. He's the biggest horse. <laughs> and then we also met Bailey, Sunny, Spice, Teddy, Bobo. Teddy. Bobo. <laughs> yeah, and Sam. Oh, and Sam. On the second day, we also learned about different diseases that horses would usually get, like laminitis. Mm -hmm. Yeah arthritis yeah yeah and colic colic, yeah, colic. Yes. what's colic again so i think it is the twisting of the intestines mm -hmm. so yeah the cause is still unknown but it can eventually kill a horse very quickly mm -hmm. and then for laminitis and arthritis arthritis is like the inflammation in the joints right yeah, yeah. it's basically like the joints wearing down mm -hmm. yeah and then how about laminitis? So laminitis is like the panel bone mm -hmm. penetrating through the hoop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. But I think it's quite common in horses because of the amount of pressure we put onto horses when we ride them and stuff, right? Yeah, and I think because um, like some of their um, bones like in the spine might... Um, moves a bit when people sit on them mm -hmm. and eventually when they get older um, there's more shifting of the bones so you might need a doctor or a chiropractor mm -hmm. to treat the disease yeah and then on the third day we met the rest of the horses right yeah. or was it the fourth day the third day the third day we yeah. met and then we also met an equine vet which was um, quite special for me because it was my first time meeting an equine vet. Yeah, same. Same. 
So what she did was to check if um one of the horses is called who I forgot the name. Just just a, a random female horse, and then um they were checking if she has a baby or not. But mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, there isn't. But the whole process was was quick, and then she also um um sedated the horse and. It was quite interesting for me because I didn't really think that um, they could still stand up when they were sedated. And it was also very special because um, when you need to um, put this um, ultrasound detector in in the uh, uterus, you still have to um, get passed through the anus. So we kind of saw <laughs> the bed like getting all the poo out from the yeah. anus. Oh. We forgot to mention, we also did some poo picking, which was quite the experience. Yeah, yeah. We did a lot of poo picking. We did a lot. And we were like, pick, ha- actually hand picking up the poop. And then we had to move p- bags of poop around. And then apparently they cost quite a lot of money. Yeah, like four pounds a bag. Yeah, four pounds a bag, which is pretty good. Yeah, they're used for fertilizers and for mm-hmm. many different types of plants. And yeah. So what do you think are the main things to care about for horses? Because what they did there was poop picking, which was important so that the worms wouldn't spread around the field. They also did hooves picking yeah. so that... So that they will walk comfort- comfortably mm-hmm. and and also prevents some kind of infection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think one of the horses have like a fungi infection. Yeah, I remember that. And I think that's where the purple spray goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when we picked out the dirt yeah. from the hooves, it smelt a bit weird and funky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And also, what did we do? Um, basically, the part where the horse um, has the soft part on its leg is called a frog. Oh yeah, yeah. it was yeah, quite yeah, an yeah. interesting name. Yeah, it's an interesting name because the whole hoof was shaped like a lily pad. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, we had to avoid the soft parts so it won't hurt the horse. Mm, yeah, and then we also saw the vet do vaccinations and also microchipping. Yeah, at the side of the neck. Yeah, and it was quite a large needle for the microchip, and mm. all basically all of the ponies were um were in pain after they injected the chip inside. I think they were only in pain when the microchip what? was going yeah. in. I thought it's because the needle was too yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, do you remember they said that there was a pony who needed a few times of microchipping? Yeah. Because and poked the... four times, I remember it. Yeah. And then it's also very dangerous to be an equine vet as well. Mm. That's why the vet sedated the supposedly impregnated horse. Mare. 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 Mm-hmm. So what do you think are other risks of being an equine vet? Um, I think the conditions may be a bit unhygienic like compared to small animal mm-hmm. vets because you don't um you don't have um sanitizing equipment nearby and also you have to work outdoors and handle with the dirty stuff like um where the horses have and you might also need to work by yourself, which yeah. is yeah. quite um, dangerous lonely. Yeah. and dangerous. Because you will also, you might get some horse kicks as well. Yeah. So you always have to be so careful around horses. 
I also think it's really labor intensive. Yeah, so, you have to be so yeah. strong. Yeah, especially when the vet was like trying to stick her hand inside the anus. <laughs> the whole arm. The like, whole went, arm. Yeah, the whole arm, and the glove was so long. Yeah. And at the start, I thought it would be a rubber glove instead of a plastic glove. Yeah. It was so thin. The material was so thin. But you want it to be plastic because you don't want to contaminate, like, like um, you don't want to stick poo into the horse's anus and then stick right. to another one. Mm-hmm. So I think that's necessary. And maybe poo picking will help us, like, get used to this. Mm. And we also learned some horse language as well. Oh yeah, the horse behavior. Yeah. And then their ears would move forwards, right? Point Forward forwards. if they like you. Yeah, and then back if they feel threatened or anything. Or they want yeah. to attack. Yeah. And they also rear, like their yeah. two front legs stand up. Yeah, no, yeah. they stand up on their hind legs. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Bend on their hind legs and then stand. Yeah, which is a quite a problem, right? Yeah, a sign of aggression. We also saw a chiropractor. Mm. Yeah. Um, she was treating Sam, which was a 30-year-old Shetland pony, which, and Shetland ponies are a type of pony, like, they grow um, up to your hip, yep. I guess. Yeah, up to your hip. So it's quite a small pony, but um, they say there, some of Sam's bones were out of place. Especially the pelvis. Yeah, especially the pelvis for quite a relatively unknown reason because he was retired from like people from riding him for like mm-hmm. two to three years, if yeah. I remember. And then the whole the chiropractor just examined and run ran her hand like throughout the whole backbone and also the pelvis and then also the uh chest part. Shoulders. Yeah, shoulder mm. shoulders. Mm. Oh, what was interesting was that she was also checking for symmetry on the face, like for the eyes and the nose mm. as well. So I didn't think it was necessary until that point, to yeah. be honest. I never knew it was that important for, to check the symmetry between the facial features. Because it affects the other parts of the body as well. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. And also a chiropractor does is to um, smooth like to relax the muscles and yeah. not move the bones. And I think this is a very large mis- misconception to many people who think that um, when you, um, like when chiropractors like crack a bone with mm-hmm. a very large sound, but in fact, they're just relaxing the muscles yeah. and making them get back to place. Yeah. And then we also saw a farrier. Yeah. And at the start, we all didn't know what a farrier was <laughs> until the farrier came. And did his job. And yeah. he just, basically, he was just trimming the nails, and yeah. then... Um, trimming the hooves. Yeah, hooves, hooves, hooves. And Which then, was like the nails of humans, basically. Yeah. And then, he also used a, like... Um... File. I don't know what it's called. It's kind of like a bigger <laughs> Like to file. smooth the nail, is it? Smooth the hooves. Yeah, yeah, smooth the hooves. <laughs> oh my god, oh, okay, no. uh, And after... <laughs> and afterwards the horse was like Sam was like it was Sam right Sam was moving really comfortably yep. and then I think was it the chiropractor or the farrier that made him yawn the chiropractor, chiropractor. Mm. oh yeah I remember like each pony has a 
as an itchy spot. Like, oh, yeah. It's mostly oh. under the belly. Yeah. And then when you scratch the underbelly and then they'll make... Um, their lips will be like if they're chewing something. Yeah. Their lower lip would kind of like tangle. Yeah. And then they would also groom the person back, whoever's mm. tickling them. And um, I want to add on to the yawning part. Sure. Um, it's actually like a sign of stress relief. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and then, do you remember we talked about the key vaccinations for a horse? Mm. So the first one was the f- there. There are three key yeah. vaccinations, right? The first one was the flu. The s- or was so, it tetanus? Oh yeah. I um, think it's both flu and tetanus. All oh, right. Wait, first one. We don't actually know the sequence though. It's fine. At least we know the three vaccinations. Flu, flu and tetanus, and tetanus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, another question. Do you guys think horse racing is ethical? Mm. I think, you know, there's a lot of arguments about this because mm-hmm. some people will argue ho- like the race horses were actually treated really well, like during the races, I mean, between the races. So yeah. they were like fed with really good quality food mm-hmm. and they were like trimmed like their nails were trimmed every time they needed to so while while like others would think the act of horse racing like they would whip the horse and think yeah. that it might cause a lot of pain mm-hmm. and in the end they would actually euthanize the horse instead of treating the horse when they actually get injured and yes. stuff right yes but then you know the place that we went to, right? Mm. I think they like try to help the injured horses so that they won't be euthanized that easily, mm-hmm. and they buy it from the owner, like yeah, previously owners. has the race horse. And then, um, what I've seen from that ex race horse is he was treated for like two years to fully to start to recover. Yeah, and then it really takes a lot. And then the therapy, if I remember, he, they used hydrotherapy, mm. which makes um, the horse to develop its muscles back and then get its bones back to place. But um, like even two years later, they're still monitoring mm-hmm. his situation and um, they're very careful of him. And also adding to the point about hydrotherapy, they actually have a swimming pools especially built for horses and i think it costs quite a lot right yeah a lot do you know why they used hydrotherapy pressure yeah and also because they walk slowly Mm -hmm. and so it's easier to see if there's any abnormalities with their movements yeah so do you guys think it's ethical do you think it's right to do horse racing it's really hard to say. Like, uh-huh. there's no definite answer because it has been existed mm-hmm. for like a long time now. So it's really hard to completely eradicate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I think it's both ethical and unethical because um, why is it unethical? Because um, some in some cases the horses might want to be free and may be in the wild for a long time so if freedom from expressing normal behavior yeah and (laughs) one of the five freedoms and then um and then they might also be killed like be euthanized 
when because their leg is broken and then owners are always like unwilling to treat them but um in terms of like how it is ethical um i think they get the treatment they deserve because um the owners actually care about them and prevent them from getting hurt um easily or just provide the nutrients they need to build up muscle and be healthy and um be immune to most diseases i think because i've read somewhere in an article where um a horse was injured but then they were given some kind of chemicals and medicine to lessen the pain while Mm. they were still racing so they were suffering but they couldn't feel the pain while racing Mm. oh and also horses um like they need salt in their diet oh yeah because so, they sweat so much right? yeah and yeah. what happens in the farm is basically they just hang a, a large ring of himalayan salt to mm. um the fence and they just lick it mm. directly from it and also horses are um like some kind of fruits are also toxic to uh, and are poisonous to horses mm. like um there's the sycamore tree seed. Yeah, and, I remember that. And we always have to pick them up from the um, from the ground they um, are on. But unfortunately, the tree can't be cut down because the tree was like extended from another guy's land. Yeah, and yeah. It was very annoying. And also, if you have to keep horses, you always have to check the fields for any poisonous plants. Mm. Because if they eat it, like, what kind, what flower was the it? The yellow flower. Yeah, there was... Rockworts? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Was it? I don't know. It was a yellow flower. And then if they die, they would... And if they like, eat it... if they it, consume a lot of yeah. them, they will yeah. Die. die. Yeah, so they would regularly have to pick them up. Mm. And also, um, there were a lot of horse flies oh, yeah. on the horses' faces. And it was quite irritating. And it took us quite a while to get used to it. I feel so bad for the horses. I even dreamt about it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. And then, and then the, one of the ladies that were working there, also called Cassie, got mm. bitten by a horse fly on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was painful for yeah. the lady, right? Yeah. And like huge swelling parts. Yeah, yeah. And also the horse, like, they sometimes roll into the ground um, for some while to get, um, to clean, like, to get the itch out of it. And mm. also, um, horses can't lay down for a long time because mm. they're little yeah. they yeah. crush themselves. Because not they're, over 45 minutes. Yeah, not over 45 minutes because they're too heavy for it. And the organs mm. would, like, crush. Yeah. yeah. Crush? The organs like, would... Yeah, crush. Be crushed by its own weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So overall, how was your experience with the horses? I thought it was actually really fun because yeah. being around horses is actually really calming. And like when grooming them, it's it's really entertaining and relaxing. What about you? Um, I think, yeah, it's a whole new experience for me because like when I was little, I was a bit scared of horses because I just think they're large and muscular animals and sometimes go wild and then kicks people mm-hmm. but now i've learned the way on how to um develop a good relationship with them and in the end i even um 
um, some ho- horses even responded to me and we even ran together, which was <laughs> very fun and I absolutely enjoyed it. Mm. So, another cliche question. Why do you guys want to be a vet? I just think that being a vet can treat a lot of animals and at first I always loved like interacting to animals and understanding their anatomy, physiology and something. But what makes me more is like wanting to be a vet because um, I think animals are very disrespected in this, uh, in this world. So an animal welfare is not um, like um, not aware to a lot of people. So maybe being a vet, I can use my medical knowledge to treat more of these animals. And also um, in this modern society, more and more people are having pets. So I hope I could contribute more. And so the owners can have a happy life with their pets. Mm. Mm. So for me, I think, sorry. So for me, I think it's actually challenging to Mm. not be able to verbally communicate with the animal and yet vets are able to do that and make an accurate diagnosis so that's what really impressed me the most i actually look for look up to vets so much yeah same and i'm so like really like the science behind all the medical treatment and it's so interesting also um working with animals is also Mm -hmm. another great part to being a vet but then there are also some drawbacks to Mm -hmm. being vets because um there are a lot of articles where vets would commit suicide Mm. and I think that having a work-life balance is very important and also that you would always have to try to control how you feel. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because like it's very financially demanding and also physically and mentally demanding. Yeah, it's very demanding as a vet. But luckily, we're all very passionate. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the end of our podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thanks.